Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, Margaret. Good morning, Marge. How are you? I am good. We, we In Utah, in the great state of Utah, we've had a lot of smoke in the air uh, because the wind's blowing west. So it's bringing all the smoke from the fires in California and Oregon. So we wish safety of all those um, first responders out there fighting those fires. And we're hoping that it's going to clear here in the next day. But Anyway, let's get to today. So today we are actually going to have a wonderful conversation. I'm just sure of it because we are addressing the, um, a gene key that's about the intellect um, and moving from our intellect into impeccability by way of precision. So those are a lot of big words, but we're going to talk about what all that means this morning. And the first thing, Margaret, that I'd like to talk about that I was really impressed with, actually, when I read about um, numbers and this idea of numbers in terms of how we see things in in the in the present our present uh, evolutional evolutionary life on earth compared to the ancients right and um, this idea goes brings forth this idea about numbers and how we tend to fix things in boxes finite numbers versus um, looking at it, it really with a bigger picture is how I think of it, because it can involve so much more than just the facts of numbers and include so much other rhythms and information that goes beyond just the number. So I, I, that's interesting because I, you, you start with, you're starting with numbers and I was going to start with words. Ah, <laughs> and so words, no, but this is, this is beautiful. So, so when you're talking about n numbers, uh, it's, it's like thinking about things, uh, from maybe from the scientific aspect. Is that what you're, is that where you're going with this? Well, yes, and how that can box us in to other information. It depends on perspective, of course. So sometimes just looking at the facts, the numbers, it creates a structure which limits us in going on our evolutionary path. Right. And so, so then the intellect, then, the, so when we're looking at the intellect as a shadow, which, you know, this is an interesting thing, right? When, when we um look at society now and how we have developed uh throughout the ages um we have uh depended on the intellect as as sort of the 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 god or king right of 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 facts we of of um how we seek truth right and so and that's so that's what you're saying is that that the facts 
you know, just the facts, ma'am, right? We can we can box ourselves in by only um, looking at the facts and not looking at the bigger picture. And and so when we think of the intellect as the shadow, then we are saying that that although those things are important, we are missing something very very important when we think that that's the only thing that uh, matters. That's right. And so this is what the ancients understood because of where they were in time. And we don't want to eliminate, of course, all that great wisdom. We want to include that because we, our brain has evolved. But I think of the number eight. If we look at it, you know, we can just say, oh, it's a number eight. That's it. It just means one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's what eight means. But if we turn eight on its side, then it me it also represents infinity. It also represents an energy pattern called figure eights, which can be very useful if we know how to utilize them in the body. So there's so much more, and and that's what our ancients volunteer for. That's what they really teach us is that it, it doesn't matter if it's the druidic or the shamanic or the you know the the ancient I Ching and. Uh, from the Chinese five element tradition, right? We know that, um, for, for example, the Druids bringing back words for every letter, it isn't just a letter. The letter has so much meaning. There's, a, there's an animal, there's a, a plant. So there's an energy that is embodied in that letter. And if we just look at the letter, we miss all the richness that can be included in and and symbolic symbolically ties in with that letter. Well, and I think that's true of everything. It's, you know, I always think of um, kind of going back several decades, right? When doctors would, would call on families and they'd go to the mother and they'd say, what's going on? And the mother would say, oh, well, uh, you know, this is what she used to do and this is what she can only do now. So this is what I've noticed through my experience, right? And the doctor listens to that. And then he weighs that in with his expertise and then comes to some conclusion. And, you know, we've kind of moved away from that because, you know, the mother intuitively knows what's different, what's changed, and there's value in that. But today we rely on a lot of statistics based on research, which is great. But what research is, is our best guess. It isn't the end all be all as we know, because we have seen re the results of research change over the years and become something different. Mm -hmm. And so if we don't listen to the intuitive aspects of, of what the mother is seeing or the father is seeing of the child and what's different and, and you know what they suspect based on what they've noticed in the environment, right? Then that's information that's that could offer some value. Right, right. And that, that sort of um, speaks to uh, what Richard Red is talking about when he, when he says, uh, and he sort of said that this was like the main sentence of, of this gene key is that intelligence is of the heart, whereas intellect is of the mind. And so, the mother is receiving all of her information through her heart, through her love, through her, uh, you know, caring and and um, 
for the child, right? And and so therefore has this bigger picture of of what's going on. And then if the physician is listening to that and receiving that information, he's also receiving it from the the heart because the the words that are uh, coming from the mother are the have the frequency carry the frequency of love and so he goes directly to the truth of the heart right and then can utilize his mind to um you know match that with the the scientific information that he knows Yes. And um, I love the, the idea that there are no facts, only interpretations. So this, this takes us from this idea of things are just black and white. And it puts a lot of gray area in there for us to explore and open up to. And I love the, you know, we talk a lot about um, holographic in this, in these, you know, these broadcasts. And, you know, I work holographically with when I work in sessions. And what that means is that if you don't mind me explaining that for just a second, yeah. is that in holographic technology, you have a holographic plate, and then you have, let's say an apple sitting on a table. And there's a, there are two beams of light, an object beam and a reference beam. And they shine on the apple and it's reflected on the holographic plate. And what that means is that if I cut the apple in half, I don't see two halves of the apple. I see two whole apples. And if I cut it in quarters, I see four whole apples and not just four quarters. And so um, what that means is that holographically we can see one thing but it can represent so much more than that one thing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then and and so and that really refers to uh language and the frequency of language as well because we are you know when we when we speak when we say something uh it means one thing. It can mean one thing. You know, you can read the words on a page and they mean one thing. But if you feel the energy of what's behind that, it can mean something completely different and open up uh, uh, the imagination to uh, to spark all kinds of other things, right? And and so this, you know, this language of light is what the um, 62nd gene key the title of that chapter in the in in the 64 ways of Richard Rudd it's called the language of light and it just so happens that um, today I drew a card for this uh, broadcast and guess what I drew I drew <laughs> the language of light card <laughs> seriously out of the um, Mayan Oracle by Ariel Spielberg and Michael Briner and and uh, I I just thought oh that's so perfect because you know this is this is what this is about the, it's talking about what words do right and 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 what what they do is different at different frequencies. 
when we are just using things uh, to explain, you know, we're going to explain the words or explain something through these observations that we've made through the scientific method, for instance, and and then we come to a conclusion, right? That then we have put ourselves in that box that you were talking about. That's right. And energy follows thoughts and thoughts mm -hmm. are made of words. And so whatever I think over and over again is the energy that I, that's the attraction that I'm having in my life and in the world. So, um, so this is why I love, I love the energy fields. And this is why I believe that it's so important for everyone to open up their mind, open up their intellect and just consider our energy fields, because that's what they represent, right? The chakra, they're the language of light. Our energy fields are the language of light. And like we, we've been talking, there's so much richness to understand about our energy fields. For example, chakras, you know, I, if I say, okay, the root chakra is at the base of the spine and projects down to the to the um, earth and it's about grounding, you're like, oh, okay, well, that's that's nice. But there's so much more to the root, to the root chakra besides that. It resonates with the color red. It it gets into victim energy versus you know finding my power. It's how we're connected with family and friends and our tribes, right? And it can also be um, challenged when we're in stress in those family relationships because it is kind of linked to the adrenals, which sit on top of the kidneys and you know release cortisol and adrenaline and things like that and keep us in stress. So, you know, there's so much beauty in um, opening up in a larger way beyond the facts of where the root chakra starts and ends um, to all of the many frequencies that it embodies. Well, that's that's a, a beautiful way of looking at this. And so then, then when we then we go through the chakra centers and we come to the throat chakra, right? Because that's the that's the um, uh, chakra that's associated with this particular um, gene key, which makes sense, right? Because we're talking about words and language and and how uh, how the intellect operates. Uh, through language or how the how how we are um, really governed in a way through words and language the human mind um, is is very susceptible right to to the frequency of our language and and so when we when we if the throat chakra is stuck or blocked, uh, the the higher frequencies can't come through and so we're gonna we're going to um, you know then then language becomes a dangerous thing <laughs> that's really good I you know I feel like the throat is so important but there's a special triangle that that we almost have to talk about with this right so the throat is one the heart is the other and the brow chakra is the other so maybe we can touch on those things when we come back that sounds wonderful. Let's take a break now. You're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller <clears throat> on Inspired Choices Network. We're Mystic Margaritas. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities <laughs> that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, 
finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. We're having such a juicy conversation today with Margaret Miller. I'm Marge Bowen. We're glad you joined us, Margaret. <clears throat> so I have a couple of thoughts. Uh, uh, you know, I'm looking and circling and connecting because my mind is just worrying right now. But um, the first one is that along with the shadow of the intellect uh, come, can come arrogance. And I think that's a really good um, thing to consider. And I wanted to point on that before we get back to the, the chakras, because, you know, so many people um, in the world discount, you know, the, the energy fields of the body. And, um, you know, I, I think that sometimes that comes from this arrogance that, well, if I can't see it, it doesn't exist or whatever, but it, it, we can have a little arrogance in our thoughts and therefore our speech when communicating with others and even in what we'd consider or not consider. And, you know, to eliminate this idea of energies and the energy fields that we have, which science has already proven. It's just that people aren't aware of that. And so they, they discount that. But also a lot of these energy fields come by way, we learn from them because of the intuitive gifts that many people in the world have that are able to see and sense these fields. So again, we eliminate that if we are sitting in this, this intellect of arrogance. And so I just wanted to, to briefly touch on that. And then also the point that facts are an external experience more than an internal experience. And I think that they're tied together, those two concepts. And before I get into chakras, I'll just hand it over to you. I'm sure you have something to say about that. I, uh, yes, I do. And I'm actually really glad that you went here. And and I, I, I do believe it is an arrogance and, and that, that because this is an arrogance that 
society with that has been trained into us. This is how our educational system works. This is how, uh, you know, it's like the, only the things that we teach you, only the things that you have learned in school are, are factual or important or true. And, and so it, it makes us into this more homogenized society where, where there is no room for this expansiveness uh, of uh, imagination and um, exploration of of things that you know that we can't actually see with our eyes, like you're saying, and and so when that happens, we really have been you know we've we put ourselves in in that box, and I I was being reminded. Um, of you know you know that i teach a lot about heart-centered awareness that's one of the you know my favorite topics to talk about and to help people to um come into and and i was having a conversation with um one of my good friend's husband who is you know very intellectual and um brilliant man uh and and we started into the conversation and I made the mistake of, of, well, he asked, he said, you know, so what, you know, what yeah. is, he asked, <laughs> it was his fault. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, to, you know, what, uh, bringing his energy and attention and awareness down to, into his heart. And the, the amount of, um, of angst and um, <clears throat> actually sort of violence that came through his uh, energy field towards me at that moment was really uh, shocking. You know, it was, it was like, wow, he wasn't going to go there for any, any reason whatsoever because, right. because it, it, uh, it was threatening to his structure. That's right. That's right. And we, we see this all over the place now with social media, because if you're basing it on facts, everybody's and everybody's got a different fact, then what do you do? Then where are we? Right. Because on social media, we can find facts all over the place that, that oppose each other. Right. And so how do we how do how do we then operate? Yeah. And it does take. So now we're back to the chakras. You know, and that was a beautiful example you gave because, you know, we're talking about the heart, the throat, the heart is over the heart, the throat is over the throat and the brow is, is between the eyes and the third eye. And the heart is the great equalizer, if you will. It's the bridge between the lower three chakras and the upper three chakras. So everything gets filtered through the heart. Hopefully that's our goal, right? Is everything to get filtered through the heart. Sometimes we have blocks and so it's difficult. And so the throat chakra, as you mentioned before, is about communication. It's about expressing our truth and not just expressing our truth, but being able to hear the truth of others, especially when it's different than our truth, right? Because that's when it's really 
challenging to hear. And so, um, and so then we have to rely on, of course, the brow chakra, which is about our mental body, our mental processes, but also about our intuitive processes. So again, common sense is the use of all of our senses, including our intuitive sense. And so if we're always stuck in our mental intellect, right? We, it's easier to disregard intuitive information, which is engaging all of our senses and, and things outside in our environment there, you know, comes from so many places. And so this ideal expression of our truth and hearing someone else's truth to be effective has got to be balanced with the heart, our heart's desires, our heartfelt whatever, and also managed with our mental body, because sometimes we feel things in the heart that are based on wrong thinking. We're not, it, it's, they're cognitive errors, they're, it's stinking thinking, if you will. But that stinking thinking, those thoughts, those wrong thoughts that don't serve us generate an emotional experience that puts us in a place that, you know, we may be responding to that isn't effective and not in my best interest and not in your best interest. So it's an interesting threesome. It's an interesting triangle, triad. Yeah, yeah, and and so so that it's a beautiful. That's a beautiful triad. That is that is such a beautiful way of describing how we can move into clarity, also, yes. right? Because right. because if if we come down into our heart, if we if we make a, an intention to come down into heart our heart, bring our attention and awareness and energy down into our heart center and then take a moment you know utilize our tools utilize our breath for instance and take a nice deep breath in and and out and then focus our attention in that heart center on a positive emotion like we, this and this comes back to what we were talking about with the mother you know and the and the doctor right and 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 start generating the emotion of care for instance or the emotion of of appreciation then what happens to us physiologically is that our uh our heart starts generating the the hormones for um for regeneration, for um, DHEA, the you know the the um, anti-aging uh, hormone, and and stops generating the the hormones for stress, you know the cortisol and the and so forth, and so what happens in the mind is that clarity happens, right? But if we if if for instance we do the opposite and we and we feel in our heart this uh this negative emotion right we've, we're feeling this and then we we start speaking it you know uh and 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 we start having the thoughts the negative thoughts around it and and we start speaking those that's a whole different ball game right that's a whole different frequency <laughs> now we've entered the frequency of chaos and drama <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> and you know um 
we're talking about the shadow of intellect and moving toward impeccability by way of precision. And I would like to suggest that precision is really awareness. It's awareness of our heart center as you're speaking about. And being able to see the depths of our illusion, you know, and that is the shadow side of the brow chakra is illusion. If I stay too long in those mental constructs without breaking them down and looking beyond them, then I am creating illusions that may not be beneficial for me. Right. Right. And that reminds me of the quote that I wanted to do that from Richard Rudd's 64 Ways. It says, there is a deep magic woven into language. It is why the origin of the word spell correlates with the idea of casting spells that have power over others. Every word has an inner spirit, a code of light that lends it an independent force in the cosmos. The moment a word or group of words is given voice, vibrations radiate out into the universe. There is no return. At the level of the 60-second gift, your use of words becomes more, much more precise because you recognize this great truth. That's beautiful. So it's that's, you know, isn't that exactly what you were saying, right? It's like if, you, if we understand and have that awareness, we're going to choose our words more carefully. That's right. And, and again, if I, if I open up to an, an education about our energy, our, our existence as an energy being and our energy as frequencies within and, and outside of our body, then I know that words have frequency, thoughts have frequency, right? And so the words that form the thoughts that are part of the thoughts that I'm thinking has a frequency. And so what am I going to choose? What kind of frequency do I want to choose through my words, through my thoughts uh, to exist in the world and in my relationships and in my job and in my community? Makes a difference. It certainly does. And, and let's uh, go into that in great detail when we get back. <laughs> So you're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network. We're Mystic Margaritas, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, 
carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you. We're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. We've been talking about the intellect to impeccability by way of precision. And, um, you know, Margaret, we were talking about precision being an awareness, right? An awareness being really love and understanding what the frequency of love really represents and what that can do for us in the world when we grasp on and live in that frequency. Um, impeccability, let's talk about impeccability. Um, impeccability is really the language of light and it, in its authentic presence. So now we're back to the heart-centered self that you mentioned before, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the, yeah, and all of this, you know, has to do with frequency, of course. Right. And this is, this is what you were talking about when you said that the language of light has to do with our energy field. Right. And, our, and, and our, what frequency is um, emanating from us. And, and when we are, when we're thinking about um, impeccability, I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm feeling like uh, in order to get to impeccability, you have to spend a long time <laughs> practicing precision, right? You have to really choose your words carefully. And so as I'm getting ready to speak these things, I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> what am I going to say about this? And, well, and it's, it's, go ahead. Mm -hmm. so, so as, as we choose our words and we feel, uh, feel the frequency of them coming out of our mouths and, and we can, we can practice this. And this is what, you know, the heart-centered practice of heart-centered awareness is all about is is what do we want to be emanating from us and it's not just our words because as we become more uh precise we have less words uh we have less words because isn't that what precision means is choosing the right words for the right occasion or choosing the the right uh the right action for the right occasion and and so when we practice that and we become uh more able to uh do that we have a simplicity that that happens you know and 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 then that impeccability shows up where where it's the right thing for the right time Yes, that's beautifully said. And, and what it makes me think of is how in life, we decade by decade, we are learning how to manage ourselves in this way. Because, you know, for years and years and years and years, I've seen clients and one of the first, one of the first things for most clients is to become aware of what I'm saying 
to myself about myself. That is sort of where it starts because that carries a heavy negative uh, uh, energy price with us. When I am in negativity in my thoughts about me and my world, then that's, that's a heavy energy cost. And so I, I first need to become aware of what I'm saying that, that's negative about myself and my world and then stop that because it's very habitual. I'll, all of us, pretty much all of us have done do it. We grow up doing it. We're, we're kind of as a society really, and as a people really geared toward the negative. And so, so at some point, hopefully, people can accept self-responsibility and begin to manage self in such a way that our, our awareness changes to what I'm saying about myself and, and others. And then choosing, beginning to say something different. And that's where these words come in. And that's where the energy starts to really shift. And as we practice that and practice it and practice it every day, then things go really smoothly until we're in a new stress. And that new stress is challenging new ways of seeing the world and seeing myself. And so I can fall back to old habits of what I say to myself and what I say about others or the world. And so it's this constant management, really, this constant monitoring. And we really want to constantly monitor all of this, again, through the field of the heart. Yes, exactly. You know, th and this is what I uh, always t tell my clients and, and you know, especially my uh, students in energy work and, and so forth is, is, you know, we want to become the stewards of our own energy. And it, when we become the stewards of our own energy, that is what we're doing. We are monitoring. We're not, we, it's, you know, it's difficult to monitor every single thought, but we can when we have our attention and energy focused in, in our body, when we become embodied, when we know that it's important to be paying attention to how we feel and how a particular thought makes us feel for instance if all of a sudden we're not feeling good or we feel something you know we feel anger or sadness or 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 um you know rejection or, or yeah whatever it is we can we can usually uh if if we're practiced at it we can go and see what was i thinking about and what was that thought that i just had and 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 then go oh I was having all of these negative thoughts, of course, that made me feel bad. And, and recognizing that we are in charge of that, <laughs> that we're in charge of how, you know, of, of how we're feeling and how we're, uh, and the thoughts that we're thinking, and we can change them, and then change how we feel, and therefore change the, the physiology you know of what's happening in our body from uh you know from potential damaging uh emotions to more positive thoughts and emotions exactly and this um oh i had a great thought about that this mat this i know I, I use the word management but it's an awareness right it's just living living in awareness and when we're in the most challenging times moments in our life you know it's pretty hard to respond ideally the way we want to respond i mean i'm you know I, i'm not there yet i don't know if you are i mean a lot of times i am but not every time and so then the beauty of that is 
that I can, if I'm, if I'm operating through the field of the heart, then I have compassion for self and I give myself the time and the space and the quiet to go away and explore what just happened? What was the upset? Why was I upset? What's the fear? You know, what, what is it? What is it I desire from this situation? You know, what, what is it I need to say, if anything, to clean it up? You know, that's where we excavate. And that's why we need to go deeper into the illusion, right? That's what's meant under this uh, impeccability is go deeper into the illusion. Um, right. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful, you know, I have to say that, that it's not always easy. <laughs> I mean, it's not the easiest way in life, right. you know, to have full, you know, to claim full self-responsibility, really look at the kind of the ugly parts of self. And I, I use it, you know, that judging term ugly, because that's usually what we're thinking or saying about ourselves, right? It's not easy to, to do that. However, the, the, well, the, Actually, it's impeccability. The impeccability is the gift because that then we are more speaking the language of our own light. You know, we are then creating the frequency down to the cellular level in our fields and in our body that, as you were saying earlier, is the healthy way to live because we don't want to flag those genes for expression. Right. We, right. the world of epigenetics means that I might have, you know, disease genes, but the question is what causes those genes to express? And so those are the flags I'm talking about. Yeah. And, and so, you know, when, when we, when we are able to look at and take that time, like you said, no, I can't, I can't, uh, always respond optimally <laughs> you know i don't i definitely don't uh and but i can take those opportunities as uh you know because because it is so obvious that i don't feel good after i respond uh in a negative way to something or after i have one of those negative thoughts and if, if i pay attention and i can go oh I, that doesn't feel good what is this and then i can be like the diver you know when 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 in deep water become the diver right you know when when things get rough then start mining for the gems in there because they are there and my you know my husband i think i've said this a couple of times on our podcast before but but in 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 all kinds of uh, situations in ceremony and and in facilitation he'll say okay i'm going for the upset you know because because that's what he's looking for it's like because when we have the upset then we can find out where we're stuck that's right. and if we can look at it that way and be gentle with ourselves and 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 go okay you know like you like you were saying what is this that's causing me to feel upset and then and then go through the process of uncovering that then this beautiful awareness and self-compassion happens and then that gets translated into our compassion for the rest of the world that's right and what you just described there is is a beautiful example of humbleness you know being humble enough to look at that within ourselves versus arrogance 
So if I'm operating from the idea that, you know, you're, you're wrong, that is wrong. And I'm, I'm right again, that black and white thing, then I'm going to miss that whole ability to really dive deeply into the heart. Mm-hmm. And that's why arrogance shows up as, you know, part of the shadow side. Yeah. And I'm, I'm noticing that, uh, you know, even as we're speaking about it, uh, that, our breath really gives us a a signal like if we're if we're if we become aware of what our breath is doing then we then we also become aware of what our frequency is like if our breath is uh short and shallow we're definitely not um, we're not operating from our heart center and we are operating from, you know, like a stress response. And when we're, you know, when our, when we're able to take a deep breath, you know, then we're able to, we have the, uh, at least the potential of responding in a, a more um, heart centered or heartfelt way or a higher frequency. Beautiful. Oh, look, we're at another uh, break time. <laughs> I don't know how this keeps happening so quickly, but it is. So here we are. You're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. We're Mystic Margaritas on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, everyone. Okay, Margaret, so this impeccability, um, as I mentioned earlier, is referred to as the language of light. And so now we're talking energy fields. You know, we're talking energy fields. Um, And I want to remind everyone that, um, you know, the different frequencies that we hold for the energy fields in our body and around our our body um, are very, very beautiful. And it's our own unique light. It's our uniqueness. It's our own light that is very unique to each individual. And hopefully we, we capture that in life right? That we really become aware of that and capture that for ourselves and live that way. Um, and so I want to just offer a little, a little guideline for people. And I, I don't remember, I think I've mentioned this before in broadcast, it doesn't matter, I'll mention it now. And that's this idea that we all have a finite energy bank. 
And you, you think of the energy bank as um, making, I can make energy withdrawals or I can make energy deposits. And if I make too many energy withdrawals and not enough deposits, just like our bank account, we can go energy bankrupt, right? So all through life, this is really beneficial. And so it's been so, so beneficial for me and many of my clients that I teach this to and, and students. Um, because as you maneuver through your life within relationships, within conversations, within job, whatever it is, decisions that you have to make, you can certainly look at this as, is, is this neutral for me? Or does it feel like I'm making an energy deposit in what I said or how I responded? Or does it feel like an energy withdrawal? And it's just kind of a great way to monitor and be aware that there's, there's some digging that needs to happen, right? Mm -hmm. Into the heart field, into the depths of the heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that this also, you know, this is the idea of uh, impeccability is, uh, is it's like being beyond reproach. And, and so it's, uh, you know, when people hear the word impeccability, I think sometimes they they think of it like, you know, when when we think of it as as the city or any of the the cities or the enlightenment, we think of um, like uh, sometimes a lot of times people think of it. Oh, now that that they are they have to operate on this moral code that is, you know, they never say anything wrong or do anything, uh, you know, uh, um, that that could be considered uh, um, negative or bad or, or whatever. But, but I think what, what really happens is that they're able to tell uh, the truth or, or that we're able to communicate um, the, the difficult truth to people without harm. Then that's, it's, it's becoming harmless really. And that, at that, and I'm not sure that this totally related to what you were saying, but but this is what it sparked in me was was that, you know, when we are able to communicate with somebody uh, something that is difficult that could be taken um, in a in a negative way, but we're able to do it with the frequency that emanates love and caring and compassion, they are able to receive it that way. Uh, oftentimes, right, and, and and we are, but but it, even if they can't receive it that way, uh, the speaker is remains harmless because that's the the frequency carries no daggers with it. <laughs> I love that you brought that up because you know as we as we progress in our frequencies within our fields, we want to express you know from crown chakra. Crown chakra is knowing who we are. It's, it's really our, our greatest light. It's, it's the best of who we are. And with that is a, is a very integrated brain too, because, you know, our brain, if we're, if we're responding in ways that make others feel bad or make myself feel bad, then there's probably a limbic response, right? A, a little bit of a survival thing going on versus 
operating more from the cortex, especially the frontal cortex, which is, you know, is where we solve problems and we choose what's in our best good and the best good of others. We can see it all. So now again, we've gone beyond limited facts and embodied a greater knowledge of what's happening with which <laughs> to base our decision or our response, right? So everything's yeah. hacked and vibrating at where it should be in order for us to be able to do exactly what you so beautifully described. Yeah, you know, and that and that that I was having this visual of uh, the the tongue as the two edged sword, right? And I'm thinking about Archangel Michael. <laughs> for I don't. This is where this is how my mind works, <laughs> you know. So so it was like when we recognize that when we recognize uh how how to operate from these from that crown from that higher from those higher frequencies then we know we know that this tongue that that is in this this mouth and attached to this throat right is the sword right and it can damage but it can also cut through the illusion and tell the truth and it can save, right? And the, you know, so the, the, the knife of the surgeon can save and the knife of the, of the warrior can, can kill, right? Yeah. And so, and that tongue is the same way. And, and so knowing that we have to, you know, then, then it calls us into that impeccability really yes it does yes it does that's a great that's a great way to end this let me see if i have oh the woodpecker so i thought you know let's leave with the woodpecker okay <laughs> yay yeah, the woodpecker kind of symbolizes this this whole journey right from the shadow of the intellect to impeccability and when you think about the beauty of a woodpecker and and its red throat Right. And the way it pecks, 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 keeps at it. It just keeps at it. Hello, hello, hello. You know, and it can just really be precise in its going deep into the wood. And I really love leaving the broadcast today with that idea of, of the woodpecker and that we can do the same. You know, we can we can be we can keep pecking away and and on this journey to to impeccability. <laughs> I love that. That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. And the, then the woodpecker is also about uh, a new rhythms of healing and growth, right? And that pecking away at it is in a very rhythmic kind of a way. And it doesn't have to happen all at once. It's an unfolding that happens throughout our life. And so that's a, a, a beautiful energy. Also, uh, I'll just add in here uh, that next week, our topic is out of distraction and into the enrichment of the present moment. So that should be a wonderful topic for us to uh, dive into. That will be distraction, so yes. Yes, so thank you so much for joining us. We're really happy that you were able to uh, listen in today and we hope you join us again thanks everybody bye bye
Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mystic Margarita Show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.